0: Bloody Elbow presents the care, don't care podcast, the show that provides you with reactions to the most recent UFC event, then goes on to determine which fights are hot and which fights are not for the upcoming weekend's card. Paid Bloody Elbow podcast Substack subscribers will hear bonus content, if available, at the end of the broadcast. Be sure to subscribe at bloodyelbow.substack.com for our newsletter and at bloodyelbowpodcast.substack.com for our podcast network. Follow us on Twitter at Bloody Elbow, Facebook at facebook.com bloodyelbowblog, and as always on bloodyelbow.com. Thanks for listening. Here are your hosts, Steffi Haynes, Eugene S. Robinson, and John S. Nash.
1: Welcome back to another episode of Care, Don't Care, the show that previews the week's upcoming UFC events by determining which fights are hot and which fights are not. I'm Steffi Haynes, and I'm joined by Eugene S. Robinson, author of Fight Everything You Ever Wanted to Know About Ass Kicking But We're Afraid You Get Your Ass Kick for Asking, and host of the Show Stomper podcast, co-host of the If The Shoes Fit podcast, and owner and operator of the Eugene S. Robinson Substack, And the brand new Bad Boss Brief. I'm also joined by John Nash, host of the Show Money Podcast, co-host of the If The Shoe Fits Podcast, owner and operator of the Hey Not The Face Podcast, and Bloody Elbows Chief Financial Columnist. Now today we are looking ahead to UFC Vegas 72, but first... Let's look back on last night's card where, hey Eugene, you know what? Hmm? Two people tied for first. Ask me who were those people? You and me.
2: Oh, would everyone here uh, named John Kylie step to the (laughs) rear? And let winners not named John lead the way. I don't, I don't even know what you guys are talking about. There wasn't even, I, I don't know any card last <laughs>
3: night. I know, all I know yes, was there was, a, yes, not, there was a, a Tank Davis Ryan Garcia card that nobody yes, watched. I,
2: yes. I don't know any other cards yesterday. Yes, okay. Sad, sad. His, his memory starts came to in fail.
1: Dead last.
2: Dead last. Dead, dead last. last. Last, last. I mean, there's no none more last, is what you're saying.
1: That is pretty much what I'm saying. I mean, of all the people that are last, John would be the very last.
2: the last the last of the last the don't lastest watch last watch the fights did they even happen they <laughs> <laughs> No, we went through actually, you know what? It's interesting you should bring it up. We actually went through that at one point hmm. that it's like ignorance of the law is no excuse. Not watching the fight is a colossal don't care, but it doesn't count. Nah.
1: yes. So let's go ahead and take a look because last night's card was really weak on paper, but it had some really nice moments in it. Thank God we have something to talk about because you know what? The card that we have to break down for this coming weekend is even more dismal than the one we just had. Oh, yeah. It's as if it's even possible. So If this card we just watched was a dud on paper, this next one is an absolute trash fire. Just raw dumpster sewage, really.
2: Mm -mm. Okay. So,
1: let's go ahead and start with this card. We are going to start at the top and work our way down. So, let's look at Sergei Pavlovich, who only Eugene picked.
2: (laughs) Yes, you know, I know a few things about a few things. That's what that's about, you know. Sage, student of the sport, you know. I mean, I am actually the guy who wrote the book, so it's not surprising that I should have gotten this one right. What's amazing to me and what is surprising is how you two could have gotten it so badly wrong.
1: I know. I know. How dare us think that a skill set like Curtis Blades wouldn't actually
2: be used, (laughs) No, but you touched on it. You said, well, you know, he's getting blasted by power punches before, mm-hmm. but, you know, he's got the wrestling, mm-hmm. but he's got he's gotten tentative with his wrestling. Whatever wrestling stuff that he tried was – that was a bad telegraphed, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, uh, shot that was easily, easily sprawled on by Sergey, and it, he didn't try anything else after that. And I knew he would smoke him on the hands, so – yeah. Well,
3: the the difference is in the previous times when this happened to Curtis is that it was basically a one punch yes. knockout that did him in every time. He was dealing with guys with with uh, dynamite in their fists, and he, and he and he got connected by one. You know, and Gano and Lewis. This is he sat and traded with the guy that was obviously hurting him again and again and again, and did one one half ass attempt at a shoot to bring him down.
1: Yeah, and the thing about shooting when he did he did it after he'd already had his bell rung several times so it was a desperation shot more than anything it had no setup whatsoever and by the time he shot it he was already in panic mode probably blew his wad already
2: Mm -hmm.
1: you know i mean he fought the dumbest fight now i don't want to take Anything away from Sergey because Sergey clearly has, you know, lightning and thunder in his hands. I mean, there's no two ways about it. He had Curtis Blades on roller skates three different times before the knockout. And so, excuse me, I just think that if Curtis Blades had tried, there were a couple of punches that. Uh, Curtis landed on Sergey. that were big haymakers I mean they they stunned him a couple of times there were two that I counted for sure before Sergey was able to just literally have his way with them if he had done if he'd shot off one of those punches that he managed to land instead of thinking oh my god I'm having a little success me big wrestler gonna gonna knock this guy out with my sweet hands and so he decided to keep trading instead of shooting off one of those big punches that he stunned him with i think that was a big mistake was this inevitable probably because he went in there fighting the wrong fight but if he had tried to at least try to shoot off of one of those big ones maybe it would have taken a little longer maybe he would have lasted his second or third who knows i just think that he fought a silly plan
3: i think he nailed yeah. it his uh his strategy because i mean it's one thing to say to shoot but i mean you know the Sergio had a pretty good uppercut yes he and the did the way and the way he does the and his approach for blades like you're gonna eat it that's what i was thinking why he wasn't shooting but yeah I, the exact same thought happened to me when he when he kind of rocked him a little mm-hmm. bit like right now is the time to drop exactly. and take him down.
2: yep yeah, it's funny it's funny here you it. say like, oh you Talk and then there's that one magical word that you used in there somehow, Steph. You said, if yes, if exactly, if if, if, Mm -hmm. if he didn't lose, he would have won. Exactly, if yeah,
1: but his game plan was kind of poor, wouldn't you say?
2: Um, yeah, but it's it wasn't surprisingly poor, right? right? It just I, I didn't see it going any other way, really. Um, oh, and Eugene,
1: Pav- you gave us the the daylight thing when John and I get hurt.
2: But I I don't tell you all what's in my okay. head. Okay, what's in what's in my head is I'm going to crush these guys, and their pick is going to be in flames, and I'll be able to laugh all day Sunday. And but that's you mean that more happening.
1: for John than for me, though, right?
2: Yes, because we're tied.
1: Yes. Okay. All
2: yeah, right. yeah, okay. You know, John, right.
1: are you catching something here? Maybe that we're, um, you know, gonna gloat like this forever and
2: ever
1: <laughs> for, the, for the rare time we hey, can. Let me go work shy yeah. to workshop Individuals. Let's,
2: let's, let, let's go uh, to the masterpiece
3: workshop individual. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Those number those numbers have got to be changing. You, you yeah, gotta, let's see. Yeah. I, I don't know if he's updated today's fight card. If he did, oh, I think he did. Uh, no, with, 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 it, it. with your no. loss last night, uh, no, we yeah. don't have that in. But I
3: still, before today, I was but, in first. Be, but, uh, but
2: but 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 that's a good word. But but
3: but but. But I was uh, – so I can't – there's no way I've still got to be in first because my point total uh, yeah, yeah, percentage yeah, yeah, yeah. is too high. And that wouldn't have changed it, so. Uh, but, 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 so, but, 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 what's
2: but, but, that? What's that? Who's that, what's that, what's that mumbling son? Right <laughs> <laughs> but you lost yesterday. That's all I know, so anyway.
1: All right, let's get to the co-main event. Brad Tavares getting stopped by Bruno Silva. You know what? I don't say this often, but I'm going to say it this time. The ref could have given that fight a few more seconds. Brad Tavares was not out. And I don't even think that he was out and then woken up. I don't even think it was that scenario. He was with it the whole time. Yes, he went down, but he was covering. He was trying to get his ass back up and just got stopped by the referee. Uh, I I agree. I, I think that was an inevitable outcome, though. But at that moment, it shouldn't have been stopped, in my opinion.
2: Well, this was a fight that I purposely didn't uh, choose to care about because of the whole right. dark star element. Mm-hmm. And, and, that, and that didn't really stick, stick through to me. It's like, I, ha- I mean, it wasn't like with Zach Cummings and Herman. Uh, these guys actually look like they've been places other than Tasty Freeze. But, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know. It, it says something to me that we're still watching them. And, I, and, and none of what it says to me is anything good. So,
1: Bruno Silva, I, I'm interested in him, though. I am.
2: Yep. Uh, yep. I'll, I'll yep.
1: definitely take a take a better look at his next fight. John, did you all, happen
2: all, to... All 35 years of him.
1: Yes. <laughs> John, did you happen to check this out?
2: I was watching
3: the other event. I watched the Blades fight for this morning, so I haven't uh, watched a few of the undercard. Okay. Or prelims, I should say. That's it.
2: Okay. That's the kind of professionalism that you can't buy.
3: exactly i watched the the bigger show the more
2: important uh more relevant fight yesterday Uh, i don't know if you noticed there was something big
3: yesterday that happened
2: so well uh, Well. uh, weirdly enough i at at jujitsu some guy asked me about the boxing match and i called it for garcia so i was glad we didn't do a care don't care about boxing (laughs) Um. Uh, i gotta
3: say i i I had friends i was telling them you know what i thought was gonna happen and it happened exactly like i said so they thought I was a genius, and I gotta admit, I really was just guessing. I had no clue what was going to happen, but oh. I, I, I'll take it. We Did you take- say a knockout? Yeah, I said I said it's gonna, you know, that the that uh, Garcia is gonna threaten him, but I think Davis is the smarter, better fighter, and I think eventually he'll adjust and he'll get the knockout because he has, yeah, he's the hardest puncher next to it in a way, and probably Deontay Wilder. You know, that's the three big guys. So mm. I said he get the knockout probably, you know, the second just in this close to the second half of the fight. And exactly, but I was really, I was just guessing. So, but I'll take it. It sounded good. We well, you, you, you,
2: you need to take it now. Yeah. So
1: we picked it on level change and all three of us went for tank, but we're all boxing fans and follow it very yeah. closely. But
2: yes, I, I, I do, do, do think, it. I mean, not now
3: we're in hindsight, but I, I do think Garcia it went exactly. Garcia was still a threat. I don't think it was yeah. guaranteed tank is We could see Garcia would have clipped him once. Yeah. But it was, it was, I thought it was entertaining. I don't know what you guys thought. I thought the fight was, liked.
1: Uh, I loved it. It's it was... probably
3: a gunslinger fight, not like a lot of excitement, but like one mistake and that guy's out. Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, uh, mm-hmm. For um, for Ryan Garcia though, I mean, I think the 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 knockdown in the second round that the Judges, for some fucking reason, didn't.
3: That's bizarre.
1: I I mean, what was that about? They didn't log the knockdown. It was a clear... He got blasted down, too. Like, who, who, who? Ryan Garcia, he got... Tank blasted him down in the second round. It didn't Uh, end until the seventh round, but he got knocked down hard in the second round. It it wasn't an off
3: balance. It wasn't a slip. It wasn't a footstep. It was like both
1: feet went out from under him, and bam, he slammed down hard on his but so I mean that was a knockdown, and the judges for some reason said it wasn't. It was crazy. I don't know what was. Yeah, going
3: that's on. Yeah, a, definitely a ten. I don't know, know I don't why know. you,
1: John. I don't know why you couldn't have watched UFC Vegas seventy one because Tank and Ryan didn't fight until
3: well. <laughs> after well, I had, I had a couple. <laughs> I had a couple people over, and we turned ah. on the. Pay, we're paying eighty five bucks for a pay per view. We're gonna have the pay per view up. And not, no one there was interested in watching the UFC, so that <laughs> over. So, I mean, I'm sorry, people. And I didn't, I missed, I wanted to see the Bellator, too. The it's
1: a Bellator yeah. card was phenomenal. I missed that.
3: I watch, I'll watch that later today, so. Yeah.
1: I, I watched just a few of the fights, but that Rafi and Stotts, uh, you know, uh, Patchy Mix knocking out Rafi and yeah. Stotts with that knee. Oof, God.
2: That was impressive. Did, did, did Carmouche Car- win? Yes, yes Of course, good, perfect
1: And Ili Malay, she won her fight Yancey Medeiros won his Aaron Pico won his It was a nice card
3: you know, we're doing, uh, yeah. we're doing everything possible not to talk about this card.
2: <laughs> well, uh, well, uh, well, I can't talk about Bellator since they threatened to sue me, so I... I, I different I, I management too, now, though. You still talk to me. Yeah, that's and true. And
1: it's different that management now, Eugene. You should get, you know, it's your boy Scott's back in there again. It's not, you know, you... No, it was Scott who
2: dispatched a lawyer. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought I always yeah. thought it was Bjorn. Shut I got our friends all over there, Colgan, Mike Colgan, too, but they... uh I was I talking like- salty on the show and I was telling the truth. I had the tapes and the receipts to back it up and then they switch tact and they go like, hey, man, these guys are your friends. You don't really want to hurt them, do you? And I was like, and that got me. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's, you go, it's a second to you. Just edit out that one second. It was literally one second that June had to take out where I said, you know, I used the word fix <laughs> and they, they took out fix it, it was like alright they were fucking happy so unbelievable yeah, I, I her through. Was, you know what now
3: that they thread the city I kind of like them more I was not a, <laughs> was not a huge fan uh, of the product
2: before but uh, suddenly, suddenly well, co- apparently, apparently Kogan now has got enough, uh, enough, enough jack to open up uh, two gyms in florida so I, I was thinking i'd go pay them back by burning down his gyms but then then i figured that was a bad business move on my <laughs> oh, part <goodness>. <laughs> <laughs> i
1: like the wrath of eugene it's, <laughs> it's,
2: it's a sight to behold that's for no, sure it's just, you know, you know if, if he had called me if either one of those guys had called me and were like come on bro i'd be like all right all right i'll send you the tape and you know i'm not like the guy who's grifting the the, the bald one for the hooker tape you know, I'm not, I'm not a out for cash. I just want, I'm a journalist. I want to tell the truth. So
3: I, I just like that we're going to get an order to retain this audio file for evidence in a future case.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: All right, uh, let's talk about a controversial headbutt with Bobby Green and Jared Gordon. I'm glad that ended in a no contest. They need to do something about that. It's it's a shame that. Um, Curtis, uh, what's it, Chris Curtis didn't get the same benefit when he got headbutted by Kelvin Gastelum, and it changed the entire complexion of the fight, and he ended up losing that fight, Mm -hmm. you know, it didn't apply to him. But it
2: applied. Well, hold on. What, what, what he Green is complaining about pay at this point. Right. Is, is is that is that true that he doesn't get paid for this fight?
1: He gets paid, but nobody get okay. The show win system is just so awful that nobody in that fight, neither Jared mm. nor Bobby, got their win purse. So they only got their show money, which is ridiculous. <laughs> if they would just set a flat fee, I don't care how much it is, but let these guys go in knowing this is how much i'm gonna make not have them going in thinking okay i'll i'll definitely make half my purse you know it Mm -hmm. should be the whole fucking purse period but Mm -hmm. you know because because of situations like this the ufc gets to skate with not paying out the win bonus for either fighter and that sucks yeah
2: yeah it's that's crappy
1: so anyways, let's let's discuss this.
2: Um, but but it's also, you know, the, but both of these guys, you know, on, on the show Stomper, I call these guys, Abraham and Strauss guys, a and S, always mm-hmm. something. It's starting to really feel that way. It's always something with these guys. Right. So both Gordon and Green have this always something thing happening. So I guess it should be no surprise that in this instance it happened that way.
1: I kind of feel for Jordan. Uh, uh, I mean, I mean, excuse me for Jared Gordon because he sort of had this fight with Patty Pimlet where he did really well, and they gave the split.
2: He was robbed.
1: See, so it's kind of not his fault that he got robbed in one fight, and then he gets headbutted in another one, and it's through no fault of his own. And then he gets half his purse taken.
2: Well, you know what Sly Sly Stone said. <laughs> You know, some people you just love to burn and that's the nature of always something. He's mm-hmm. just, you know, that is, I don't know what to say.
1: All right. So, John, of thoughts, just hearing that, what would you say?
3: Well, I, I mean, you know, it's very, uh, very lucky for the UFC. They probably saved a hundred grand based on their veteran status contracts those two guys had. Yeah. Hmm. So they need that money. They need that money to to, to grease the wheels for the WWE when they merge. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) A lot of expenses over there.
2: Yeah. Yeah, look, we make a lot of money, but we also spend a lot of money (laughs) on pool parties. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. and and beach houses.
1: And hanging out with a lot of young, problematic people while you gamble thousands and tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars away. But That's That's when when you're not
2: slapping, slapping your wife. Exactly.
3: I see it Was that that video where he was watching Nate Diaz's street fight? Yes. Because I don't know what any of those people were with him.
1: Okay, one of <laughs> them was that very problematic person that emulates Andrew Tate. His name is Aiden Ross. He's been perma from Twitch, of all things. Um, he was like a million-plus uh, subscriber streamer over there, made all... Of money Had so many subscribers And Twitch just got tired of his shit Because he was showing um, Like he was a fan of Showing his chat Like he would put his chat feed up on his screen And show all the racist shit That was going on in his chat And so Twitch kept telling him Stop doing that We don't want racism being displayed like this Stop doing it And he kept doing it so they banned him permanently And so now he's on this stream platform called kick which has a better a division of the the money between kick and their streamers so there's he's getting more money and apparently there's laxer rules over there etc a bunch of stuff but he'll probably get banned from there too before long but he is very buddy buddy with dana now and he's showing oh. up a lot w- w- in dana's videos and just like there was um Somebody had put out pictures last night of Mark Wahlberg and Mario Lopez. And guess who's positioned right behind those guys, probably by Dana's good grace. Aiden Ross is right behind them in the picture.
2: I said, how do I I completely miss this? I have no idea who this guy is.
1: Yeah, you'll I definitely want to look into him, Eugene. He he has ingratiated himself very squarely with the Baldwin. It's definitely fodder for you, for sure.
2: Mm, okay. And what can we say racist stuff? He's fomenting this or he's tolerating it?
1: I don't know that, that, um, let, let me just say this. Was he
2: mocking it? I mean, it would
3: be acceptable if he was mocking the people in it and said, this is, you know, pointing out that this stuff, not acceptable, but I don't know if he did that. I doubt that happened.
1: Who did who do that?
3: I'm saying if he you know to show to your chats and say, listen to this nonsense these people are saying, that to me that'd be kind of okay because you're like you're mocking and pointing out which guys are jackasses in your comments.
1: Right, right. But But yeah, I I I got a
3: feeling that's not what happened.
1: Right. And that's the thing. It was him doing shock value stuff. He wasn't actually you know he wasn't writing the racist stuff but he would be on his stream and all the people that were in the stream chat were just going nuts and so he thought it was amusing going
2: nuts what was what was the the pre mobile what was the first cause what i don't know
1: okay Mm -mm -mm. this was like a regular thing
2: Right, right, right. So
1: he would be streaming and people would be conversing. You know, remember, while he's streaming, he's conversing, he's saying topics. I don't know what they are because I haven't gone that deep into it to go back and look through his streams. First of all, because he's been banned and I would probably have to go and get the clips out of Reddit. And how many streams of him are on Reddit? Tons of, there's tons of topics on him on Reddit. But the point is, is that they banned him because he thought it it was funny and amusing to continually show his chat room on his screen while they were just going full tilt racist, sexist, misogynist. I mean, he fully embraces yeah. Andrew Tate's stuff,
2: too. Yeah, fully yeah, embraced. yeah. Fuck this guy. Okay. mm
1: mm-hmm. And what's funny is at one time, he was donating money to LGBTQ charities. He was doing all sorts of stuff. He made a $10,000 donation to one charity, blah, blah, blah. And then in late 2021, or maybe it was just last year, he totally flip-flopped and said he was not going to be supporting all these feminine-based functions and charities and things like that. And he just completely did a 180 said he needed to be more masculine and this and that and then he became a problem
2: well, uh, so how was so all how was he making his money before From is streaming. it the, the, from so but, but when you say streaming you mean people watching watching him play video games.
1: Yes, and talking. That's the thing about oh, these God. streamers that get real big. They they become influencers through Twitch, through YouTube, you know. They start with Twitch and then they they open up a YouTube channel, a TikTok channel and they start you know, bouncing each of the social medias off of each other for their fan bases. And he grew his stream to over a million subscribers. Eugene, in any given day that this guy would stream and he would just randomly, it was never planned. He would just like pop up at 3 a.m. and end up with 70,000 live viewers, 70,000 at 3
2: a.m. Okay. All right. Let let me tell you people something. If you if you have listened to this guy at Mm 3am you need help you need help but come to me send me an email i'll help you get the help you need but you need help
1: well you have to remember Uh too eugene he's 22 and he he's been doing this for several years so he appeals to the teenage boys this is a guy that's super young and is Uh he's indoctrinating all these young boys basically that's what Uh he's doing
3: all I gotta say is I'm happy. I'm way too old for this mm-hmm. loser shit. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and also yeah. it just goes to show you too is that both positions, being pro, uh, being pro gay rights and you know and, and uh, feminists and stuff, and also being like a men's right, it's a, none of these people have convictions in those positions. Those are yeah. purely about what gets them some sort of status or yeah. monetary gain, and that's what's sad about a lot of people. They have no no yeah. convictions
1: that's why it freaks me out whenever i see andrew tate's posts, and he's pacing around and he's saying all these stupid things about how he in hand-to-hand combat could kill and i quote a singular wolf because that wolf knows that (laughs) andrew tate is a badass and he loves him even more for it now he's saying this as he cradles the goofy fluffy head of his dog and referring to it like a wolf but anyways he's smoking cigars and he's on social media and he's just preening and doing things that i cannot imagine a brand new person to the faith um w- to the muslim faith would i don't i cannot imagine that somebody would act like that if they are freshly freshly converted I don't know. Well, I just I, some yeah, of the things. Yeah. I, think I think
2: we're in. I think we're in cynical opportunism land.
1: Right. I mean, he's a massive grifter. This is all performative. It really is. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah oh. I, I, all I got to do is I'm
3: very happy. I, I I follow nothing. I know nothing about these people. I don't care yeah. about them. Don't, yeah. Yeah. don't track yeah. it. Don't worry yeah. about it. Yep. But you know what? But you know what? I, I, if there's money involved, I got to say is that uh, uh, feminism has really hurt men, and men really got to start uh, increasing their masculinity <laughs> to, to compensate for uh, you know, that. Gay the uh, yeah. America. So that's, yeah, uh, yeah. Now, now, please send me your checks, and I'm ready <laughs> to, to lead you, men. Yeah. Proper we'll go
2: to the woods, we'll cry, we'll hug each other.
3: Yeah, yeah we but we're dry. not in a gay way. But
2: it'll probably make it anyway. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Oh my goodness! All right, so let's get to Yasmin Lucindo uh, defeating Broken Walker. Um, we didn't pick that fight here, but we picked it elsewhere on Bloody Elbow, and I picked Yasmin Lucindo. We have all three been watching her. Remember the Yasmin mm-hmm. on Yasmin crime? Mm-hmm. She's mm-hmm. good. Uh, she. I will be happy when she's not 21 and just going for broke every single second and actually has a game plan, but for yeah. her raw talent, man, she's good.
2: Yep. Yep. I enjoyed this fight. I, I was watching the fight at a restaurant. So, uh, it, I, I had the volume turned down and was pleasantly eating, eating my, uh, uh, shrimp dumplings, watching this fight. It was a good fight. I don't know that it raises, it raises, it was raised to the rate of, perpetual care for me right. but i did i did i did care enough to watch it so
1: yeah it's one of those fights that you catch because it happens to be on and you're you're impressed with it that's that's yep. how i looked yep. at it yep yep all right john i know you didn't get to see uh um, i did see this one it was did? on i didn't pay attention i oh, was okay.
3: preoccupied but it was on i was on my tv and i sat through the whole thing
1: okay uh jeremiah wells defeating Matt, uh, matthew Simmelsberger. Matt simmelsberger yep Okay, Matt Simmelsberger has heat in those hands. And if he had any kind of grappling, any, you know what? Zane made this comment on Twitter from the Bloody Elbow Twitter, and it was so perfect. Matthew Simmelsberger's Simmel, BJJ teams should take a real hard look at themselves because they have yes. this guy who has all this raw talent and they cannot cultivate that. He didn't know what to do down there. And so Jeremiah Wells ended up winning on smothering him on the ground, basically.
2: Yep. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I like how uh, Dominic Cruz is like, how come the feet, why is he locking him in his guard? How does it put him on the hips, get some space, and it's like shit, bro. I know that. And then I realized yo, I should know that cuz yes. I'm I'm a black
1: belt. Yes. Okay.
2: But uh but anyway, yeah, it was uh yeah, he 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 threw that fight away and he should definitely seek out a new team. Mm-hmm.
1: John, did you get to Be-
2: because because they, they, they didn't even correct it afterward, right? No, it's they like, didn't. Okay, yeah, yeah, so.
1: I mean, when um when uh Dominic said what is the point of this? What does he hope to achieve
2: yep, with that closed yep. guard? Was- I'll ask I'll i ask guys that when we're when we're rolling together, I'll go, where do you think this is going? Mm-hmm. And the guy'll go, Uh I don't know. I do go, Okay, good. <laughs> Thank you for your honesty. Try doing a scorpion step and getting out of here, other you're wasting both of our time now. So um Eugene, somebody should have done that to him between the first and second round for sure.
1: Eugene, did it sound like this? I don't know. <laughs>
2: yeah kind of that's kind of what they do like uh, yeah it's
1: like come on why
2: why don't you know
1: that was my impression of the blonde-headed chick from mad tv she used to have this character and it was uh, she was like a food service worker and every time someone would ask her a question she would just say i don't know
2: i don't don't remember that i don't remember remember that that's that's funny she
1: would literally only say those three words but she would change her facial expression and cock her head a little bit and it would sound like it was different (laughs) words but it was the same words and
2: uh, (laughs) i just imagine
1: that's what they sound like i don't know (laughs) (laughs) all right so ricky glenn Our dark dark star guy got slept in 96 seconds by Christos Yagos. And it was a gnarly one, too. I mean, that, wow. That was a massive... I mean, Yagos ended up getting a a performance bonus for it. So I believe that was his first one, too. So there were some nice knockouts in this. I will say that. This next one. Montel Jackson. (laughs) Defeating Ronnie Yaya. Oof, yeah. That was, you know, it's, it's. I believe now, I'm in firm belief that it's time for Ronnie Yaya to hang him up.
2: Did I pick Yaya?
1: We did. Both you and yeah. I made the Yaya pick.
2: Yeah, yeah that's what I figured. <laughs> uh, hey, during, during the fight, I was thinking I picked the other guy as usual, but that's not what happened.
1: That's okay. Okay. I was with you there in that sentimentality pick. So,
2: yeah, yeah, you know what? I won't do that again,
1: John. Go ahead and gloat for not picking either one of them.
2: Oh, Oh,
3: dude, I'm gloating the whole show. I keep (laughs) on mute so you guys don't hear me because I'm laughing (laughs) the whole time. So,
1: I'll tell you where you can't gloat though, you and I. And Eugene all picked this fight, despite the fact that when you go to the UFC rankings, there is only one woman ranked at 145, and that is Amanda Nunes, the champ. If you literally go over there, there is nothing under Amanda's name. There are no other fighters there. So I don't understand why we have women's featherweight fights if there are no rankings. But anyways... Mm. I digress. Number nine ranked Bantamweight Carl uh, Hossa did not beat number 11 ranked Norma Dumont at Bantamweight. Like John said she would.
3: Let's double check those cards. I think the judges screwed up the corners.
1: <laughs> so <laughs> Eugene and I were one zillion percent correct. And John was not.
2: Yeah. Well, this, you just you just like today is it's Sunday. It's, it's, yeah, no, it's the year twenty twenty three. Water is wet, I, I All that matter. I got the I got the Tank Davis pick
3: right, and and and, and uh, Eugene got the the Ryan Garcia wrong. That's all that matters here today.
2: That's all. Hey, I, I only I only said that to one person, and
1: and Eugene, Eugene doesn't follow said. boxing. He gets an out on this one. He there's no out. There's boxing. no out on that.
2: <laughs> but. I'll tell well you, he all oh, what he, he, I, I haven't i haven't seen the boxing match he put him down right yes. round
1: second round, okay. and then in the seventh he destroyed him with a liver punch well that yeah, that's right. it wasn't a liver punch it was a um yeah it was it was, it was saying, a, little, it's a yeah. liver
3: punch yeah, yeah
1: it, was it was a was little full. higher I mean, it,
3: this was deep in that liver
1: it was to me it looked a little tiny bit higher than the liver, but you know that's the nurse in me. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. sure yeah. that the impact definitely jangled that liver around, for sure. I think
3: that's what. I think that maybe that's what made it more impactful. It's right above the the, the, yeah, the exactly. cavity that holds it. Pushed it down, like squeezed it, like a exactly. toothpaste tube.
1: I'm sure it smashed up and mm. around them ribs really good. But anyways, Those
3: toxins were flooding the system.
1: <laughs> I'll tell you where Eugene wasn't wrong though. He and I picked. Muhammad Usman and Junior Tafa and I picked Usman and he picked Tafa and that was actually sort of smart because Usman is unchecked. Okay, his first fight, he was, you know, he was gassed and he looked like he could have been put out at any time. He managed to pull it off. He knocked the other guy out. Same exact thing happened here. Junior Tafa was doing fairly well, and Muhammad Usman managed to uh, end up getting the decision. But this was not anything I want to write about.
3: What's the point of this fight if no one gets knocked out?
1: Right, exactly. 265 should be specifically for that. Um, Let's see here. Uh, uh, William Gomez defeating Francis Marshall, got a split decision, don't really care about that I didn't see it the one that I did see Dana Bacquerel was having his way with Brady Highstand, I mean Mm -hmm. to tell you, Brady Highstand had a big come from behind knockout in this fight late in the third round, I mean Mm -hmm. we're talking, there was only uh, 39 seconds left of the fight Mm mm-hmm so
2: yeah yeah, uh, i i i i got i I didn't get into usman so uh
1: well this one was pretty good i like this fight it was a good way to open the card but again Mm -hmm. these are two guys that don't um don't hit john's radar and i don't know that they will these are your middle of the pack guys that just basically stay middle of the pack Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the, they're they have- there for
3: the the, the entertainment value of just watching guys fight at that point yeah. which is fine but they're, yeah. they're they're you're not watching the specific fighter at that point because they're not yeah, 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 they're yeah. very it's mean to say they're very interchangeable with a lot of other fighters
1: yes and when we look at interchangeable fighters boy eugene john wait till you hear how bad this card is but first eugene give us what we need
2: Cry babies, bedwitters, greedy breadgallers, work-shy individuals, fault finders, malingerers. This is less to do with your skills and talents and much more to do with the marketing and have to wait put behind you by the overlords, the now no longer failed folks, IPO folks at Endeavor and or the Baldwin and the Oof C. If you don't like being on the don't care side of the equation, the solution is simple. Fight an exciting fight. Until then, don't come crying to us bedwetters.
1: Now, we are going to work from the topology. Quick sheet from the bottom up. Bout order is subject to change and boy does it. I mean, last <coughs> last oh, week's sorry. co-main event is this week's main event. Okay, this is how mm. subject to change it is. We have 12 mm. bouts on this card. Twelve? Twelve. But we had okay. we had um twelve last week or thirteen last week. We ended up losing two or three fights. So Mm-mm. I mean every week we're losing at least one. All
2: right. I like the fact that Sergey knocked him out and I look and it was like I'm in the middle of uh, chorus bath mm-hmm. and I was like cool I got the rest of my night here well I don't, I don't have to keep my attention divided so perfect
1: I mean y'all were I mean the the card was done before 7pm for you
2: yep yep Yeah. yep
1: all right, let's take a look at this card. First up, we have a women's Bentham weight bout between mm-hmm. Haley mm-hmm. Cowan and Jamie Lynn Horth. I don't
2: care. Yeah, I, I don't care.
3: Yeah, I mean, I'm already looking at this card and I'm thinking, can we just go back to an old show and just use those picks? Yeah. Mm-hmm, <laughs> just a thought. But yeah, this is... They might one of them might be a good prospect or something, but no, don't uh, not don't. I'm not aware of them, so no, move on.
1: All right, next up, Men's Bantamweight Brian Kelleher taking on Journey Newsom.
2: This Whoa. will
1: probably be a fun fight, but you know what? Don't care.
2: Yeah, this is a Kelleher. <laughs> wow, that's a kind of almost a dark star thing. I haven't thought about him for a long time, but I don't care.
3: I, I'm just amazed that the UFC can get people to watch. <laughs> these you know these fights they put together guys on several fight losing streaks taking on other guys with you know two and three in their last five and people are flocking to this. Anyways that uh, you know no no don't care. Not,
1: these not apex really. shows are just awful, man. They and they're getting uh, you
2: know what and this could be like MMA hygiene. No, right? You take these guys with losing. You just gotta you gotta clear things out, and this is a way to clear things out.
3: Okay. Yeah, well, I mean, the, the thing is,
2: UFC does deliver a lot of, like, really top-notch
3: product at the top of, like, especially pay-per-views, mm-hmm. but uh, the, for the most part, it is. It's just a bunch of ram- r- random guys either pulled off the regionals or who've been there a while, who win, then lose, then win, then lose, and just, they just, they book, and it's, you know, I mean, it sounds mean, but it's really they're just, they're just
2: generic fights.
1: Yeah. All right, here's a generic fight for you. Irina Alexieva taking on Stephanie Egger. At bantam women's bantam weight. I don't care. Women's bantam weight is super boring these days.
2: Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 I'm not caring. Yeah, me. yeah I don't I don't I don't
1: care. All right. We have a flyweight bout. Sort of interesting here. Charles Johnson taking on Cody Durden. I don't care. You know why? I don't like Cody Durden. And yeah. uh this isn't quite relevant enough for me. Maybe it is. But I don't know. I just don't have a whole heck of a lot of interest in this fight. I can't.
2: Nope. Nope. It's
3: outside, outside the, Mm. the relevancy. Even at flyweight,
1: even at flyweight, there are fights outside relevancy still. Yeah. All right. At lightweight. Now this guy, uh, Eugene is a fan of Natan Levy. The Israel, one of the Israeli fighters, um,
2: kick crapper.
1: A cake crapper, yes, and he's taking on Pete Rodriguez, and they have similar records. Pete oh. Rodriguez is five and one, and Natan is eight and one. So there's not a whole bunch of daylight between them. Um, I don't care; it's not relevant. Probably might be a good fight because Natan Levy's—you know—he puts on some good performances, but I can't muster a care. I have exactly one care on this card, maybe two.
2: I don't no spoilers. I don't know. I don't know. I like, I like Natan. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll pick him.
1: All right. Okay. So Eugene has Natan Levy.
3: I, I, I'm i interested in him, but this fight is, yeah, it's just not relevant, but I'll tell you, my eye will be on the results because if he has a good result, then I'm like, okay, I got to care and start paying attention. Uh, maybe the last fight was a fluke, but he's, I'm aware, but I, I can't, I don't care about the fight specifically, no.
1: All right. So next up we get, the veteran, Julian Erosa, taking on Fernando Padilla. I really like Erosa. He always, he's had several iterations in the UFC. Um, I don't care about the fight, but he is fun to watch and, and never has a boring fight. If any fighter were the depiction of what this show is about as far as fight an exciting fight, Julian Erosa fits that mold. But I'm not picking. Them. I'm not picking. them. Yeah,
2: up. yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: I don't, I don't, I don't care. All right. Uh, the same. I don't. It's just, it's just not relevant enough for me to
1: mm-hmm. take care. All right. Next up at heavyweight, Jake Collier taking on Martine Boudet, and I don't care.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm
1: out. All right. Next up. We are finally into the main card. We have a welterweight bout between undefeated Josh Quinlan against nine and three, Angalusa. Don't care.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I'm, uh, I'm out. Yeah, just wait, let me look at the fight matrix. Okay, we got the 142nd welterweight versus the 156th.
1: <laughs>
3: yeah, it's not relevant enough. Don't
1: care. All right. At 265, Waldo Cortez Acosta. He has a nine and oh record. It's taken on twenty eight and one, Marcos Rogerio de Lima. Don't care.
2: Yeah, I am I'm, I'm not caring. All right. Hey, yeah, move on.
1: <laughs> All right, next up at one eighty five, Cody Brundage taking on Rodolfo Vieira. Don't care.
2: Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Don't care.
1: John?
3: I'm just, I just, I'm just wondering what we're, what we're doing here. What's the purpose of all of
2: this, but anyways, don't care. What's it all about? Yeah. I know. What's the All right. What's the reasoning behind this card? We, I just rewatched that. That is a great movie.
1: We get to the co-main event. There is one interesting fighter here. Well, they're both interesting, but one holds more of my interest. Kayo Barayo or Bahio or Bahos or however they pronounce it. That guy is a killer on the mat. He is thirteen and one, and he is taking on eighteen and five Mikhail Alexiachuk. Um, this might this fight might actually be on John's radar because of Bahos or Bahio, however you pronounce it. I don't know. I like I say I'm only interested in Bahio, so I don't care about it.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'm not caring.
3: It's it's technically it's outside the relevancy, but I almost do care because it is uh, Borahio. Bo, I think I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. but uh, he is a, a an up and coming. He has he's on a streak, so he's. So, uh, I almost do care because I just bought him, but no, nope, not enough. It's really I'll, it's it's a result fight. I'll look at the results <laughs> and see if he did what I thought he would do. Exactly.
1: All right, we do get to the main event. This is a fight we did care about last week when it was on the other card. I still care about it because it's relevant and it's a good damn fight. Sonya Dong taking on Ricky Simone. My pick hasn't changed. I'm still taking Ricky Simone.
2: Yeah, that was my pick as well. And all I, and I won't him. change it.
1: Yeah, all three of us picked him. So I assume we're yeah. all picking him again.
2: Sticking with him.
1: All right. So but, there we have it. La
2: Loca. Hold on, why uh, hold on one second though why was it why was the fight pushed off to this week
1: um I because the main event something happened with the main event of this fight let me see if I can find what exactly happened
2: but it was it was nothing having to do with either of these fighters being some what incapable of showing up
1: oh we, no, um okay here we had. Uh, Armin Sarukian and Hanato Moikano that I believe that was supposed to be the uh, headliner and Hanato Moikano had an injury. And so that's why they pulled the co-main from last week and stuck it in the main on this week. Mm-hmm, I think mean, mm-hmm. that is how I, it went down
3: this I, it's amazing about this. They just throw in that fight. It's like no one even bats an eye I It's the that. same card. it's uh
1: mm-hmm.
3: listen I, if people want to watch it, it's fine, but I cannot believe that you would set your schedule for this this is I something see, I that gotta is, see
1: that is so me. I'm looking at this car. you know, I made a post last week on on uh, bloody elbow that said uFC vegas seventy one is a dud. I don't know mm-hmm. how what I'm gonna name this one. What what is beyond yeah. Dud? I mean, i yeah. y- What's the polite term for something bigger than a dud? Well,
3: I, to me, this is this is a card. Yes, it's a it's a fight card.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay,
3: it meets that definition. Let's move on. It's just it's See? got fights. It's an it's event, but uh, I mean, really, this is there's there's no difference between this and any random PFL event, any random Bellator event, any random you know. Yeah, and I'm not, I'm not even talking about like the big Bellator events. Right? The, These know, are Challenger
1: major... Series type shit.
3: Yeah, yeah. This is, I don't even, this like, Strikeforce Challengers, at least there was, like, major, usually there was a major prospect. You knew that guy was mm. going somewhere, and you would tune in. But this, I, I mean, just, it's a, just a card.
1: Yeah, I mean, the only person I'm really interested in outside of the main event is just one person, Kyo Baho's or Bahio, or however you say it. <laughs> So yeah. um, I got
3: the event on Fight Matrix. I'm looking. Is there anybody? What's the highest rated person on this card? And this is sad so far. This is uh, not even. I don't see one top twenty.
1: Ricky Simon.
3: Oh wait, here's uh, oh Stephanie Eger at number sixteen at one, th- which is you know which is one of the weakest divisions. Mm-hmm. Ricky, oh what am I saying? Ricky, I, I forgot that Sadang and uh, the, the, both of them are top ten. Yeah. So there's the one no word that's actually that's a, that's a good fight. Two top ten guys.
1: Yeah, that's the only one though. We literally only have one ranked fight on the entire card.
3: You know, yeah. people should treat this like we do boxing which is you know you basically tune in to watch maybe the fight before the main event and call it save your time Exactly. That is, because the idea of spending all day watching this is just I don't get the people that can do that
1: that is oh, 100% so we are going to talk about Elon Musk today for our bonus content are you guys ready to access the bonus content of this show you must be a paid subscriber To do that, go to bloodyelbowpodcast.substack.com and subscribe today.
0: Thank you for tuning in to this Bloody Elbow Podcast Network production. Subscribe at bloodyelbowpodcast.substack.com. Give us your email and receive notifications when your favorite shows drop straight into your inbox. We're also found on a wide variety of podcast outlets, including SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, iHeartRadio, SiriusXM, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, Overcast, Google Podcasts, MusicBee, RSS Radio, IMDb, and now also found in your app store on apps such as Downcast, the podcast app, iCatcher, Podcruncher, Podbean, and more. Just search for Bloody Elbow Podcast and you will get brand new shows throughout the week, including the Care Don't Care Podcast, the Level Change Podcast, the Hey Not the Face Podcast, the MMA Vivisection Main Card and Prelims UFC Preview Shows, the 6th Round Post Fight Show, Crookland's Corner, the 6th Round Retro, the Show Money Podcast, the MMA Depressed Us, Exclusive Fighter Interviews, and the Return of the MMA Bunker.